Welcome to the worst of the best podcast. You wanted the best. Well, they didn't freaking make it! So here's what you get. From Canada, Ryan and Ruben. Welcome to the Worst of the Best Podcast, Christmas Movies Edition. This is amazing. It's that wonderful time of the year, Ruben, where we <laughs> celebrate, <laughs> celebrate Christmas time. Yes, yes. Now, remember as kids, we had a friend named Chris Smith. Yes, Chris Smith. And we'd always say, hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. He didn't like it. He didn't like that. I don't know why. I would love that. So, uh, yeah, welcome to The Worst of the Best. Today we're tackling Christmas movies, and we're using the list from Rotten Tomatoes, the best Christmas movies of all time as per the Metacritic or whatever critics and fans have combined to give us the 25 best movies of Christmas. So what we're going to do, Ruben, is uh, (laughs) Merry Christmas to you, Chris Goff. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) (laughs) And we would like to welcome those who are joining us uh, from far and wide. From far and wide. Far and wide. I guess far, far like, this way and that way. Why are we both wearing the same shirt? <laughs> it just looks like that on, on TV. Hey, you have a hat that looks just like this one, don't you? Yes, I do. And it's kind of gross that you're wearing my hat. But I'm not a hat sharer, by the way. But you know what's funny? That It suits you better than me. Like, I can't. Oh, bless your heart. But my hair suits my head better than yours. <laughs> does this lighting make me look bald? It does. All right, so we're going off this list. You can follow the link in the uh, – we provide the link in the yep. uh, description, so if you want to follow along. But how this is going to work, because there's 25 films. Ruben and I, A, we don't even – I don't even know what the films we, we don't, are. We, I haven't even looked at the list. I haven't looked at the list either. And so what we're going to do to make this fair, or to make it, what do you call uh, legit. Too legit it, to quit. We can only rate that which we have seen. So we can speak to the movie, but if we haven't seen it, we can't speak to it. All right. Follow along if you'd like to. Yeah, follow along. And then at the end of it, we'll mention – what our worst pick is from what we've seen. Okay, starting with number 25. White Christmas. I don't think I've seen it. I don't think I've seen it. It's got uh, Bing Crosby. We'd always used to listen to Bing Crosby when we were trimming the tree. Yeah, that's right. When we decorated the tree, we used to listen to Bing Crosby. (laughs) I remember how it would come out like he'd he'd beat his family and his wife and all sorts of stuff. Was that Bill Crosby? No, no, Bing. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Bing. Bing. (laughs) All right, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I don't know. Bad Santa. Number 24, Bad Santa. Haven't seen it. Starring Billy Billy Bob Cosby. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Billy Bob Thornton, Bernie Mac. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen this. I've seen snippets. I guess it's supposed to be funny because he's a bad Santa. Yes. Okay. Because Santa's usually a good character, right? Oh, but he's bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's by Miramax. <laughs> bad indeed. Like, uh... Okay. <laughs> well, so Harvey far, Weinstein probably thought it was a pun, like, or they're being ironic. Yeah, doesn't seem that bad to me. The so, Bishop's wife. The Bishop's wife. Cary well, Grant. Cary Grant. Yeah. Um, boy, we're doing terrible, Ruben. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Ah, humbug. It's a stellar cast. Eighty-two percent. Good. 
Uh, no. Okay. This one I've Batman seen. Batman Returns? Batman Returns. Why is that considered a Christmas movie? It, it takes place the whole time during Christmas. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. You and I have both seen Batman Returns. I love this film, by yeah, the way. Yeah, me too. Uh, Tim Burton film, Michael Keaton as Batman, Michelle Pfeiffer. So I, I knew this guy. Did you like that? That was good. That was good. I Michelle didn't know that you could Pfeiffer. Yeah. And she played you, the cat, you, too. You practiced doing that watching no. Conan O'Brien? So that's his kind of... Yeah. yeah. I, could, I could do Conan. Right. So I, I used to live in New Jersey, and I knew this guy that was a photographer for like models and well, like a high-end photographer. So he's on a flight. This woman uh, sits be- behind him, or beside him, excuse me, and they're like just chit-chatting. And Oh, whoever talks can hold the... Uh... <laughs> for, the for the podcast, this doesn't work, but there's a reindeer. Ruben's holding the reindeer, and whoever talks gets to hold the reindeer. It's like okay. the conch. And the that's right. Flies. Exactly. Well, that's what I was speaking to. I think our viewers should know... Lord of the Flies, you hold the conch when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving forward. So, so he's, on, he's on a flight, and he's talking to this woman. She asks what he does, and, and he says, oh, this might sound kind of funny, but for a woman your age, you actually are quite photogenic. Oh. Um, here's my card. And I'm sorry, what, what do you do? And she goes, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm an actress. Oh. And once she said that, he dawned on him. He's talking to Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, wow. And he didn't realize, you know, why would he think you're on a plane with Michelle Pfeiffer? He said he felt so stupid. Well, <laughs> sure. But, you know, I think I've heard when you see celebrities in real life, they yeah. don't quite look this, well, they don't have their makeup on. They might seem smaller than you thought. They're not as large as life as you would appear. So people would seem normal. You didn't make the connection. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's, you know, she's very pretty, but she might get away with kind of blending in, I think, with, with the average person. Yeah, so far, so good. Bad uh, Returns. All right, number 21, A Christmas Carol, released in 1951. Oh, I've, I've seen it. Yes, I've seen this one, too. Yeah. Okay. It's black and white, despite the colored poster. Yeah. All right, so we've both seen it. Mm-hmm. All right, so, okay. Uh, Gremlins, 1984. Seen it. Yeah, I've seen it, too, back when it came out. Nothing zanier than... Yeah, it's a very 80s movie. 84%. Is that 84% on nostalgia? Well, probably. It's, it is considered a cult classic, and... Uh, it's a popcorn flick. It's fun. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Had Phoebe Cates in it. Okay. All right. Yeah, Zach Galkin. That's a Zach Galkin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Twin brother. All right. Fraternal. So number 19. Elf. Elf. Will Ferrell's Elf. Yeah. It's playing at the theaters uh, this month, this uh, Saturday coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. This one is, you know, it really has kind of warm on the hearts. It's become actually a modern day Christmas. I don't know. You know how there's certain films that over the years you have to watch it? Yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, Edward Asner movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edward Asner sure makes this film, I tell you. It was directed by John Favreau. Anyways, Will Ferrell was funny in it, Elf. Um, John Favreau does great with movies when men wear tights. Trading Places. I got it. Thank you. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. The famous... The, uh, the bet. $1 bet. That's right. It's <laughs> great. It's a great movie. I love Dan Aykroyd. I love him. Yeah, no, I, I think he was great in his. Oh, he's older now; he doesn't really do films anymore. But in his eighties, heydays, man, he was great, really good. All right, well, uh, we're moving. Well, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. He also was the best at his game in the eighties. He's done really terrible movies in the nineties and two thousands, where it's hard for me to kind of like him again. If that makes sense, he's made some terrible movies. Our brother Jason saw Eddie Murphy live. Oh, really? He was doing security at a movie. Oh. Pluto Nash. Remember Pluto Nash? Yeah. With, I think, is that right, Jay? Okay, moving forward to the next movie after 
What were we on there, Ryan? Oh, sorry. My bad. Yeah, we're on uh, number 17, Christmas in Connecticut. I've never heard of this one. Never heard of it. Okay. All right. Number 16, Tokyo Godfathers. Never never heard of it. Have you heard of it? Well, of course. It's beautiful, substantive. It's a Tokyo Godfather adds a movie and somewhat unconventional entry to the animated Christmas canon. Surprised you haven't heard of it. Directed by Satoshi Kong and Shogo Fora. Yeah. What's this one? Better Watch Out? Better this year? Better Watch Out, 2017, 91% fresh. What? It's never even heard of it. Okay. But it looks like it's a lot of fun, apparently. This holiday season, you may be home, but you're not alone. Okay. So it's obviously a scary one. Well, it's got a picture of a guy with a bat with Christmas lights wrapped around the bat, and it's got, yeah, I don't know. Better Watch Out. I haven't seen it. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Another one. Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, number 14. 2010? Yeah, I've never heard of this. Looks like another Japanese film, uh, directed by Yamari Hollander, maybe. Uh, maybe not Japanese. I don't know, but it's, it's a foreign film. It looks like I, I can't. I don't. I think it's a you're uh, a Scandinavian. My apologies. <laughs> I don't know why. Why this... are you not up to date on your Scandinavian movies? No. Boy, number thirteen. This is going to be a short list of movies we've seen together. I thought, uh, it was gonna be like, I thought we were going to have too many movies. I know. Well, so Christmas, <laughs> a Christmas Tale, two thousand eight. It's a French film, Un Conte de Noël. I've never heard of these films. I, these are highly rated Christmas films, apparently. All right. All right. The Miracle of Morgan Creek. Released in 1944. Yeah, still the test of time. It really has. The Miracle of Morgan Creek finds director Preston Sturgis at his most zanely subversive, not to mention hilarious. Oh, I love it when he's zanely subversive. Uh, Pre- Preston, this is his most. This is his most zany. Preston Sturgis, you character. Stupid. Well, it got 91%. I've never heard of it. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964. It's the stop-motion I love this one. But I want to be a dentist. Do you... <laughs> we just watched this. So I, I started oh, really? I've seen it before, of course, but oh, yeah, I watched it with my daughter, who's three. She got five minutes into it and left. But my six-year-old boy, who's turning six soon, he watched the whole thing and seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember watching it as a kid. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, of course, we have a number 10. We're cracking the top 10 here, boys and girls. Tem- number 10, a Charlie Brown Christmas, 1965. Yeah. The Schultz are going to have a really Charlie Brown Christmas this year. The house burnt down. The California wildfires. Charles Schultz. Home oh, down. yeah. Sorry. I was reading Jason's comment here. What is it? Jason says, can't remember the movie name. I think it's Pluto Nash. That uh, he... Oh. Oh, he's talking about him being security. Yeah, Jason. yeah. So Jason's confirming that he was security at an Eddie Murphy concert. And it was during the Pluto Nash uh, concert <laughs> movie. Oh, movie. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, it was, that's right. It was Pluto Nash. I think I recall that, too. Yeah. Herbie wants to be a dentist, says Chris. That's right. He does. I haven't seen that film in years, so I watched it with my kids this weekend. It's one of those movies I know I've seen, but I don't think I've seen it sure. in years. So yeah. I actually, I was like, this movie's weird. It's odd. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Okay. All right. So Charlie Brown Christmas, I love. Everyone, yeah. Everyone loves their Charlie Brown Christmas tree. And yes, Charles Schultz's home and all Who, that. Who's the worst of the gang? The Snoopy universe. Who you sorry, like? I meant, oh, that was a Freudian <laughs> slip on my part. Oh, you but, don't like Snoopy? You don't like his character? Uh, he's my least favorite. Okay. Doesn't mean I don't like him. Why is Lucy? She's just a... There's Lucy's in the world. Yeah, that's true. All right. All right. Well, we're doing good for time. We're not now. We've got time. Okay, let's talk slower. we got time. So the next one. Number nine is A Christmas Story. 1983's Y'all Shoot Your Eye Out. It's fantastic. Yeah, I haven't seen it again in years. But yeah, I loved it as a kid. Yeah. I remember watching it for my first time. It was at school. And all the kids knew it except for me. It was all on their VCRs. They had the, the tapes at home. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Did you buy it? No, mom, dad bought it. Oh, they did it. I remember I set it up for them. I was very proud of myself for setting up the VCR. They were amazed that I could do it. <laughs> All right. Arthur Christmas, 2011 Arthur Christmas. I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, either have I. Okay. Number seven, everyone's favorite Christmas movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie. We get the joke, but it is Die Hard. Yeah. It is a fun movie. My goodness. It's, it's a, probably one of the most flawless action films of all time. It's got humor. Good action, good acting. The great villain played by uh, Alan Rickman. It's really got it all. I yeah, you got Reginald Bell uh, Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> love Reginald Bell Johnson. I love that guy who like snorts the cocaine <laughs> on the desk in the big business meeting. He's acting <laughs> like a big hot shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah they hit me. He gets, <laughs> and he gets shot. And I'll never forget the brain, the brain splatter on the window as a kid. I saw it was in grade seven or eight. I remember like. What have we got ourselves into? It's just great. It's, it's a fantastic film, Die Hard. Bruce Willis is amazing in it. When he came out with this film, everyone just knew him from Moonlighting mm -hmm. and Blind Date, the comedy film, and they just thought he was going to be horrible as an action star. And lo and behold, this movie made his career as who, who he is who he is because yes. of Die Hard. This is his Rocky. Because of this film, Bruce Willis is the star that he is. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Is that our worst pick? <laughs> All right. Number six, Nightmare Before Christmas. Another Tim Burton entry here. I love this one. This is when Tim Burton was, I think, as a creative high. Sure, yeah. In the zone. I'm not really a goth kid, but I appreciate the dark humor of it all. Jason, uh, I, I'm sorry to make our... People that are commenting, if you don't mind, this is a small little thing, but when you comment, can you just say what you're referring to? Because the chat is behind. There is a bit of a delay. There's a delay, so you might be commenting on something that you've heard right away, but it's like a minute behind where we are. So Jason says he's amazed as, as well. Maybe he's just amazed at our show in general. That's probably why. Oh, he's probably amazed at the show, yeah. All right, number five. We're getting to now every film here after it has a hundred percent score or close to it. Okay. I thought they were hundred percent. Okay, number five. How the Grinch stole Christmas nineteen seventy six, the cartoon. I read it this morning before I do you ever wake up and like the kids are woken up because you're awake and then right. all of a sudden they want your attention and you can't even like make it to the bathroom? That was this morning. I read that before Wow. Before my kids even got a bit. So the Grinch stole your private time. <laughs> he did. All right. He did. Great story. Classic Dr. Seuss. Uh -huh. the cla great. I, I will say that I enjoyed Jim Carrey's version. His his portrayal of the Grinch is pretty amazing. Yeah, he did a good job. You know, I know some of the storyline is kind of weak, but his performance as the Grinch is pretty amazing. Yeah, he brought it. He did. Did you see that <coughs> Netflix special, Jim Carrey? I'm about halfway through it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. He is a genius. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit insane too, but I don't mean that bad way. But no, no, no. For, for an artist, he he's bringing something to the table that you and I might not bring. Oh, Jason says that he was amazed that I set up the VG, the VHS as well. Thank you, Jason. I aim to please. Okay, the shop around the corner. I don't think I've ever heard of it. No, I never heard of it either. I think I've heard of it, but it came out in 1940. I don't know. James Stewart. Oh, Frank Morgan's in it. Good old Frank. Holiday Inn, number three. Yeah, they based the uh, hotel chain after this. <laughs> uh, Bing's back. <laughs> Bing, making a return to the Christmas films. Bing. Holiday Inn. Uh, Fred must... Astaire. Fred Astaire. Oh, I, let me guess. There's a dancing scene somewhere in there. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Holiday Inn. But spoiler alert, they dance for the girl's affection, Virginia. Fred and Bing do. All right, last two movies. These are both Christmas classics. I don't think they even make it close to being the worst film of Christmas films, but Miracle on 34th Street, beautiful little film. 
I don't think I've ever seen it. All right, Ruben, your mission. Should I choose to accept? Should you choose to accept? It's to watch a miracle on 34th Street with your with your daughters. I don't know if I have time because I haven't seen one through 33. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the nope. mir- miracles on th- one through thirty-three failed. This is the one that did yeah, not fail. They're, they're not the top twenty-five. All right, and then the number one, the number one film. If anyone has a guess yet? Love this one. It's a Wonderful Life. That's for- right. That's right. I saw this with you for the first time. We did. Yeah, we saw. This we together. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did see this for the. Yeah, I was a latecomer to this. We did not. Well, we both were. I guess we, I was a little earlier because I'm two years. This younger. isn't. Uh, uh, we just didn't watch a lot of Christmas films. We should say that. This unfairly missed from the top twenty-five by critics is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I thought Home Alone was going to be in there. No, but again, the, let Ruben and I re- reiterate how our show works. We do not pick the best. That's not our job. That's no. not our assignment. We can only pick the worst from the best. So these are the best reviewed films. I guess Christmas Vacation and Home Alone did not make the best reviewed twenty-five of all time. So though they might be in the hearts of many people as the best film. We cannot enter the, and they wouldn't even make our worst list. Well, this also just shows how the media is so liberal, the liberal media bias, the fake news. Because we have Home Alone 2, uh, starring uh, President Donald J. Trump, who makes a cameo in there. And this is not even on the list, so obviously it's just uh, fake news. Fake news. Uh, news. Home Alone 2 is not in the list because of (laughs) fake news. Donald Trump has been treated poorly again. Okay, so I have my pick. Ruben, do you have yours? Um, so again, this is the pick from the the worst pick of the top twenty five best review films, and it has to be one that we both have seen. Do you agree with mine? Yeah, yeah. We're on okay. The same page. Wait, we're, we're gonna go with number twenty. That is Gremlins. Gremlins. And before everyone goes, oh, how do you hate Gremlins? We don't hate it. It's just the worst Christmas film. <laughs> if I had a choice between watching Gremlins and like just like sitting down and having peace and quiet, <laughs> I would choose. <laughs> I would. I would choose silence. <laughs> Over watching Gremlins. <laughs> yeah. Close my eyes. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's the worst Gremlins. You're the worst. You're the worst, the best reviewed holiday film. So, yeah. hey, Ruben, why don't we just wish all of our listeners and fans a Merry Christmas? <laughs> Ruben, Merry Christmas to you and Merry, your family. Merry Christmas to you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you in the new year. Well, we'll probably have some recordings before the new year. But we got, this is, we got I, I'm also talking to the iTunes listeners. And those who are listening to this episode... Or Google Play. Yeah, or Google Play. We're available in all podcast formats. Mm -hmm. Hey, leave us a review. Five-star rating. Thanks, guys. Remember, in front of every silver lining, there's a cloud, and we're here to help you find it. Inside every silver lining. Inside every silver lining. Not the outside. That's right. It's not a silver lining, and then outside of it's a cloud. Have I been saying it wrong the whole time? I don't know. I don't really listen to a lot of what you say. Okay. (laughs) Inside every silver lining... Inside every silver lining, there's a cloud, and we're here to help you find it. He nailed it. That's what she said.